Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. So I'm just going to strip now for YouTube. Uh, we're trying on ladies' Halloween costumes. I like looking at them on women, but I do not want to see that on myself. I generally wear a lot of clothes on Halloween. It's normally a cold time of year. I'm so excited. Ah, an old standby. The sexy firewoman. Only problem, no fireman in the f***ing world looks like this. Who the f*** would wear this in a firehouse? What am I supposed to do with this? I gotta feel what it's like. Okay. But also, don't break the costume. And, voila! It's kind of like sexy firefighter meets Larry King. These suspenders are stupid. I broke it. I broke it by touching it. Ah! This might be the dumbest costume I've ever seen. I would not want to trick or treat in this. However, the way this is cut, it really allows you to like swing them hips. Give the girl some pants. Pants can be f***ing sexy. <laughs> this is a nun? I'm Jewish and I'm offended. Not even real leather. This is ridiculous. Sexy. Dude, look at that backside. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. This is not what you want to see, but with a little bit of cleavage, it's like, oh, pass me that. That'd be a very different sound of music. I feel like Batman. Hello. From the depths of the Catholic Church, one hero emerged. Do you have any problem with the sexualization of a nun? None whatsoever. <laughs> Ladybugs aren't supposed to be sexy. This is lingerie, isn't it? This is just what you would wear in the bedroom if you're trying to really get buggy with it. I've never looked at a ladybug and thought, I'd hit that. I would wear this. I'd wear this outfit for Halloween. This is the hairiest ladybug I've ever seen. This feels like the most accurate representation of a bug. Does it look like I'm flying? Let alone lack of fabric, I just think. This is just a stupid costume. Don't like it. Look uh, how cute this is. It's dumb. This is dumb. I, I, I would feel... Very exposed walking down the street like this. F this. F this is stupid. F hate it. This is taking a depiction of a seven year old and turning it sexy. I dressed up as a sexy baby once for Halloween, and this is by far worse. Not gonna say it makes my biceps look better, but. My leg looks like a Dexter victim. Who's designing these clothes? If you wanna look sexy, I would never wear this because you would just make people think about Girl Scouts. And Girl Scouts shouldn't be selling those kind of cookies. I'm not happy. I have small breasts. I feel like a woman with real breasts is in danger in this. This feels gross on so many levels. What's like the most upsetting thing to me though is like knowing that like if I saw someone wear this properly, I'd be like, yeah, she looks pretty good. You know, I came in here today pretty pro-sexy costumes. I'm a little more torn now. Because I've never seen a guy dressed up as a sexy ladybug. Because that's f***ing stupid. Ladies, you don't need to do this. There's a lot more sexiness when people look like they put thought into an outfit. If you don't want to dress sexy, you do not have to dress sexy. But if you want to dress sexy, might I suggest the ladybug. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course, devil stopped. I do like that bitch. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do show prep? 
Cafe Smash. Bad Burning Podcast. We're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum at cheese. Well, it's because I've been drinking. Oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. If I have learned anything from Wolford Brimley, oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 40 of Bad Party Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. I was informed it's a milestone. Oh, it kind of is. I, sh- I shit all over your parade you there. You did. You did. You by took... saying that it's not really a milestone, because if we counted every 10 episodes, we'd be like having a uh, But party I wasn't every counting every months. 10 episodes. I was counting every 40 episodes. No, because Boom. you said that 30 was a big deal, Boom. and 20 was a big deal, and 10 was a big deal. They are. I mean, a big deal to me. Yes. It's like watching your kid grow up and get older. But our One kid, week at a time. Yes, exactly. But that's what I was going to say. It's kind of weird now because the kid is actually older than we are. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. But hey, whatever. So, you're back. I'm back. I still have a cough. So, every now and then I will. You're going to uh, hear a walrus hacking in the background. That's <laughs> Sounds really, like somebody's like, kicking a seal in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I want somebody to go back and count how many times I've been sick over the last... 40 episodes uh, it's like and a half. it's like a lot yes well we have th- three kids so and i have like the immune system of a gnat i, I mean it's I, gotten better though it has gotten you, better you, you're totally like that monty python character from uh, in search <laughs> of the holy grail i feel better because <laughs> you know your your immune system is getting better yeah <laughs> I so, swear. There's that. They bring home every damn... And because I was an at-home mom for quite a long time... They didn't bring anything home. They didn't bring anything home. So my immune system was like, happy trotting down the path of golden lilies. And then, bam! Yes, exactly. Whereas I've been used to having the kids bringing home the nasty shit because Ezra's been in daycare his entire life as as he has also been in school. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, so, yeah, I, you know... It's part of being a parent. Yay. And it didn't help that I had to fly this week. And, and You flew. Yeah. And so I'm sure I, 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 I had the big like release of tension from having passed my test. Then a big lot of tension getting all the paperwork done. Mm-hmm. Then all the tension of, of me going out of town. and all. Of <laughs> basically, I need a nap, people. Yeah. A nap. Yeah, me too. Like 12 of them. Oh, hold on. Is that sirens or trying? Sirens. Sirens. Same difference. Well, some days. No, sometimes no. he cries like no, a siren. I agree. That's what I'm saying. It's the same <laughs> He's difference. He's got that warbly. Yeah. That, yeah. The things that make dogs, you know, howl at the moon. So a couple of little pointers here before I get too deep into this, just so I don't forget to mention them later because I totally would. Um, we got some feedback on iTunes. Yes, we did. From a listener. I'm pretty sure I discovered who it is because the username didn't match any of the people I know, but then I kind of did some minor he stalking. will figure out who you are i'm i'm sorry but he like obsesses just a little bit when no. you leave a comment and he's like i gotta find out who this is and he like yeah, yeah but so but but, but I it's because he's excited and happy yeah, and you I, should do it more often because it made his freaking day and, he's gonna play it all cool but no he's yeah, i was happy about it and but i'm pretty sure i figured out who it was i have not i i told, meant to sp- uh, contact them this week and see if i can drop their name or their username or something or I mean, obviously the username's already been dropped but still i'm not going to verbally say it till i have permission so i don't so um, speaking of people we won't verbally name if i might interject sure there may be some ladies from my office listening 
welcome. <laughs> Buckle up, bitches. I, I, dro- I dropped the bomb at, at a work event that I did this, and they were all, like, super excited to listen. I'm like, no, you really, really shouldn't. And I shouldn't have said anything, and don't listen. And I'm pretty sure that the more I tell them not to, the more they're going to do it. So, hi. <laughs> well, that's all good. As long as they understand that this is... Oh, I no did. Way. I mean, I made every warning possible. So if they're still listening after all the warnings, then... Uh, yeah. This is not a reflection of my professional career. <laughs> There's a reason I went in and edited all my Facebook stuff and, and Twitter and everything else to say that, you know, the only thing... As far as people that find those profiles are mm-hmm. concerned, all I do is co-host this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Simply because... I didn't need this getting back to the office because I know that there are some people I work with that have no idea how to handle it. I, even though I know that I have people at the office that listen, they're well, like my, people I'm in I a trust. little bit different. Like, mm-hmm. what I say here has no bearing on my professional oh, activities. I, well, no, but see, that's the whole and thing. And I, I trust most people to understand here, that. Here's the deal. That's true for both of us. What I say I, here... I agree. But, but people in my office wouldn't fully understand that. But you have... My feeling is that if I have fuddy-duddy people who don't want to don't want to like look at the difference between professional and and personal Mm -hmm. i I don't probably want to work with them as much anyway like Mm -hmm. i like i have those feelings too i just can't do a goddamn thing about them because i have to have this job i know so trust me but i you know luckily we're coming up close on retirement for a lot of people there so pretty soon it's gonna be a whole bunch of fresh blood and that could either go really good or it could go really bad or it could shoot somewhere up the middle at the very least, I want it to shoot somewhere up the middle. <laughs> I'd prefer for the very good. But hey, also though, I found my shoes. <coughs> no, I mean like just now, I found my shoes. They were on your feet. I, no, I was missing. They were in front of my chair here, and I, I, I they were missing. Probably s- sitting there the entire time from the last time we recorded an episode with you, because you have a tendency of doing that. You'll take something off and set it down like that. No, I don't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. I'm, I can't say how much better. I do that with my phone all the damn time. I'm always asking water what my bottle, phone is. Water phone, bottle, keys. keys. Yeah. Articles of clothing, usually not, though. I know. I do it with clo- clothing and earrings. Mm-hmm. You do? Earrings. Yes. I've lost some really nice earrings. Yes. You've also let your daughter flush down important rings down the toilet, Shut too. Shut up. <laughs> it was only the engagement ring. Yeah. Only. Nothing, you know, no nothing spectacular deal. there. Yeah. And unfortunately, that happened at the other, well, the previous place we lived at, right? It happened or, at your... Oh, my yeah, parents? Okay. Out in Gresham. Okay. I, I was, the reason why I was asking this was I, I was going to say, if it happened at the previous place, I had already been up in the sector system there once. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it again, engagement ring or not, so no thank you. <coughs> so. No, I did that stupid thing where I didn't tell anybody soon enough. Like, I, mm-hmm. we probably could have, but like, I was still in shock. Like, what what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's all right. Um... So, yeah, so I, I went to Texas this week on work. Yep. That was interesting. It, one of the most interesting parts of it was, had I had enough time in my layover in Houston, I would have actually gotten to meet one of our listeners. Which is awesome. Yeah, she was all like, dude, you're, what the hell, I, I work by the airport, I live by the, let's, let's do this. I'm like, I've got exactly five minutes to get to my next <laughs> flight. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I, I want to. And I'm like, but let me check the connecting flight on the way back. You know, I should have some time in. Because never in the history of all my travels for this company Booking on the cheap-ass budget airlines that we're supposed to book on and doing the things we're supposed to do to save the company money, have I ever had a layover where I've immediately had to hop onto the next flight? Until I actually have something I want to do. <laughs> and then so, yeah. On the layover. Yeah, karma's like a big fuck you to you, so. Um, I'm sorry, but I'm going to call bullshit because the last, one of the more recent times that you flew, you talked about on the podcast about having to make a connecting flight in like two seconds. That was because the flight was late. 
I'm saying scheduling. Okay, scheduling I'm going to give you a pa- small pass on that. Scheduling wise, I was supposed to be in that airport <laughs> for a while. On this one though, the scheduling was legit. It was like you know we landed. We're supposed to land at this time, and we're going to take off within 20 minutes of the next time around. And I will say this much: United Airlines, they're on point. They were actually they did they took off on time. They landed when they said they're going to. They connected you to the same same gate. In fact, they have people who stand outside of the gate in a larger airport and go, where are you flying to, ma'am? Or where are you flying to, sir? And you tell them, they go, oh, that's gate, like, Charlie 45. That's, you know, or they go C-45. That's Charlie 45. So you can actually understand they're saying C-45. Yeah. Um, whereas, and that was, whereas at, like, Denver, when I flew in there on, on Frontier, it was like, oh, yeah, about two miles down that direction, <laughs> you'll get to your next gate, and the flight takes off in about 35 seconds. Best of luck to you. <laughs> it's like, fuck you guys. So there's a reason why I'll never fall, you know. In fact, I think we actually had an episode that was called, it said Fuck Frontier on it. So there's a reason why I'll never fly those bastards again. Um, so, yeah, but the trip was a pleasant trip. I actually had a good time. You're so, in love with Texas. I like it. But, 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 I, but now, that no, part of that, Texas. <laughs> that small subsect that I got <laughs> to see had beautiful scenery. Had beautiful landscape. It was all. It was like this one big area. It's is like, it coastal at all? No, this is. Oh. It, well, you're you're probably like an hour, about the same distance from the coast as we are here. Okay. Um, but it was. I'm a, good as long as I can reach the ocean in an hour or less. Yeah, I'm good. It, it's, it was just inland. If you're heading west, it was west inland of the Gulf of Mexico. But the cool part was is the area we were in. It was like all limestone. Uh-huh. So like, <laughs> funny part being is they, there's this one area they called quote unquote canyons. Yeah, we're talking hills that are maybe a hundred feet tall, <laughs> like, but they, you but call they were that all li- they were all limestone, and so yeah. it, was, it also at the same time let me realize that the Marriott dudes have some serious fucking bank because this resort that we went to was like bigger than like the Clackamas Town Center, or I mean, it was a massive fucking place, right? And it's also on a golf course. Mm-hmm. This is actually a, a, like one of the pro am like big wig golf courses, but the entire area is fucking limestone. Do you know how much fill dirt? It would take to give you the three or so feet of dirt they put on top of that shit to get you the grass. I mean, that's a lot of fucking cash to be able to ship dirt in from somewhere else to make grass grow on top of rock. So that's it was it was interesting to see the kind of money that was being tossed around that place. And also, it was funny to see that we got quote unquote rained out for an outdoor bre- <laughs> an outdoor breakfast we were having. Dribble, dribble, dribble. <laughs> it was literally like a, a like a you take like a like a hose and you're like you missed your car real quick like. Uh-huh. Psst, that was the extent of this raining. But they're down there, they're like, nope, fuck that. Don't know what this wet shit is. We want nothing to do with it. And we're going inside. And the workers were scrambling, like, running the food back and forth. It was kind of crazy. Whereas today, with the torrential downpours and horrible east winds, plus winds yeah. the, the lady from our office that had organized a um, uh, pumpkin patch thing she was like well i'm still going i don't know about anybody else i mean i'm gonna be there real quick and grab it but but she was she yeah. wasn't like hey we're calling it off she's like if y'all are still up for it i'm going exactly <laughs> yeah no it, it's it, it's, it's <laughs> always funny when i travel to see those differences and to see how things change um on a side note there was a nice big discussion at the office about people who were freaked out that we were going to texas because we were going to bring back the ebola oh yeah and when we brought that up to the Ebola, and if you've ever seen that movie Outbreak, it was going to be an awful lot like that. Okay, so here, here's a, a heartfelt confession. When I think of Ebola, that is the exact movie that comes to mind. Like, not even kind of, sort of. Like, when I think Ebola, I think Outbreak, I think Monkey, I think Airborne, I think Dead. It's a horrible, horrible thing, but it is true. So... 
I can understand where some people are coming from. But then I, being an intelligent person, do my research and find out what is and is not contagious and how it's transferred and blah de blah de blah. Yeah, you actually look into stuff instead of believing the hype. I, I think it was um I think it was public, but I won't enemy. I won't lie I Ebola scares the shit out of me. Uh, no, I I get it. That, I see how it could go from Texas from I, I, there to Texas to Oregon to this to that mm-hmm. and wipe out a very large chunk of people. I I agree. I can see how it can do all of those things, but at the same time, so far every person who's caught it in the U.S. has survived it because of the yes. early catching, mm-hmm. the proper treatment. The, the, the allowing the body to be able to stay strong enough to do what it needs my to do point, to conquer my the My point is, though, that once it hits, if and when, if or when, yeah. or however you want to make it sound to where it doesn't sound like I'm like way worried about this, but there is the possibility if it hit a poor yeah. um, subset of the community that mm-hmm. it would go undetected, that they would start dying, and it would, like, if, if you look at it, gee, no, like... I, I agree. I'm just saying, there's a possibility. There's a, the, the possible, but the possibility. But then again, the flip side of that, anybody who thinks that, oh, and this is gonna be our daughter. She spent the night over at. Uh, oh yay! Yeah, yeah. So once this thing connects up here, let me get this connected. Do 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 do. So it should be coming up here in a second. Answer, I said. Hello. 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 Hello? It's still trying to answer. It's being slow. Hello? Hello? Oh my god, slowest answer ever. Pick up. Connected! Hey, hey, there we are. Hello? 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 Daddy. Hi, Daddy. Hey, Booger Butt, how are you doing? Good. Good. Are you being good for Aunt Joy and Mr. Uncle Eric? Yeah. Yeah, what have you guys done? Did we go to a restaurant? Okay, so we went to a restaurant. We went to the restaurant. What restaurant did, did you go to? Do you remember what, what restaurant? What restaurant? Yeah. Like Applebee's. Applebee's. You went to yeah. an apple that was full of bees? Awesome. Mm. And you And you played with Uncle Steven, right? She's the bubble guppies are on in the background. Oh, bubble guppies oh, are. Yeah, bubble guppies trump mom and dad. Yes, they do. Temperance, are you there? Tempe, say bye-bye. You give, give mommy and daddy loves. Oh, she's hugging the phone. Okay. <laughs> you, we have to, you have to speak to us, honey, so we can hear you. Can you say love you, mommy, love you, daddy? I love you. I, I love you too, baby. Love you too, baby. You sleep good tonight and be good for uh, Aunt Joy and Uncle Eric, Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Enjoy your bubble guppy, sweetheart. Okay. Okay. All right, sweetheart. <laughs> well, thank you again, sis, for taking her for the night. Oh, yes, absolutely. Has she been good? Yeah, other than getting um, upset with me just a moment in the parking lot, and Alfie, she was fine. What did she do? What was she upset about? Well, on the way into the parking lot, out of the parking lot into the restaurant, she was skipping along, and she slipped out of a shoe. Oh. And at least we had to go back and get it. And then on the way back out, she was doing the same thing. And she's got out of the shoe again. I said, all right, that's it. You sit down, you put that shoe on, and you stop dicking around. And <laughs> she immediately just... Tears. <laughs> and so I, once we got to the car, I said, I gave her a hug. And I said, it's okay, but you've got to be careful, because if you do that, you can get hurt in the parking lot. 
Well, the funny thing is that those oh. are the, that's the exact fucking phrase I would have used to. You say, that's enough. You stop dicking around now. Put your shoe back on. I mean, it would be verbatim. So maybe she just missed yeah, me. I think, I think that's why I got her because it broke her brain for just a second. And then I was like, oh, wait, I miss dad. <laughs> I miss my daddy. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it, it, yeah I, I think it's like a, a weird halfway missing, but also kind of like, wait a second. That's a lady saying that. <laughs> somebody, somebody I like just yelled at me, kind of thing. It's yeah. probably more like it. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I, I don't think she was expecting it from me because she's not really seen me do that. So. Yeah. Said, Wait a second, you have the mom and dad voice too? <laughs> How do they do that? No stinking way! How do these people break out? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. But yeah, she's doing good, and we're getting their bed set up after they finish the bubble guppies. They're going to go to bed. You know, they'll sleep really good. Yes, they should. And she should probably, hopefully she'll sleep in for you too because this is way past her normal bedtime. Oh, yeah. So. Like, she, she should so, sleep in yeah. real good. So just like I said, make sure, don't forget that the one thing you have to do with her is you have to, she'll tell you that she went potty and you got to like, no, get your ass back in there and try it again. And otherwise, you'll yeah, wake up with a wet bed. I, I will be all up and down that going on the potty thing. And... But even if she does, so it's not too big deal because I mean it's microfiber sheets, so they they kind of repel. Yeah, yeah. Should be okay. Cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. Awesome. Well, have a good evening, and tell Mr. Eric that if he is um, wanting to try a very good kind of a hoppy um, uh, seasonal beer, tell him to check out Hop Valley's Festeru. Hop Valley's Festeru. Yeah, Festeru. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I, heard, I got that right because I, I had a really big drink at the restaurant, so I'm not all <laughs> encompassing in my brain power right now. Well, well <laughs> the, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, yeah, that's pretty much how I spent my entire week in Texas. So, yeah, he called me. He'd be yeah. like, "Hey, I, I, I haven't I haven't had a big drink in a long time," and they gave me like a double. Nice. And so I'm just kind of like, like my mute button has been non-existent and Eric's been getting it from me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you go. But yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I let him know. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys go so you can put the kids to bed and make sure Eric gets it some more. Oh. That's muy bueno. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joy. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, so that went off fairly well, and I remember yeah. to push the right button so it actually recorded. Yay! Yay! So back to the <coughs> Jody's dying over here. <clears throat> Lung butter. Oh, it hurts so yeah. bad when I cough. No, I understand. I was there. I just happened to all. I, the timing worked out fairly well for me when I caught all this bullshit. Um, so yeah. Anyways, the uh, our stats have been going up. We've had more listeners. We've had a lot. Of, I've had a lot more interaction with listeners, which actually just, I remember something else I want to talk to you about. The um, lady that was in Texas that wanted me to go out to lunch with her and her husband, yeah. she also has been hitting me up on Instagram or has hit me up once or twice on Instagram, um, just asking quite generalized questions like, hey, look, the doctor said this, or hey, look, we're doing this, what do you think, blah, 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 which, first off, it's like, hey. You, You're awesome. I'm you not got, a, like, no, all the expertise. No, 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 no. I was like, that's the whole, my whole point. It's like, I, I, little sidebar here, I am in by way, no way, shape, or form a medical expert here, <laughs> but my own personal opinion is, blah. But I was thinking we could do, like, you know, a parenting advice section. I would love to if people would write in questions. Well, I think we're starting to get to the point now where we can actually, you know, get some some stuff to do that. So if you guys would like us to do that, we would be happy to do that. We'll start putting the pieces together. we got to figure out I some... will search Google for you. Well, not just that. We no, have to I'm figure kidding. out like, some, like, you know, catchy theme music. No, and... the, see, that's your, da, da, your da, deal. Da, 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 da. I know. You always leave all that shit to me. And then, then you turn, you know, you look at me like, that? Really? <laughs> 
<laughs> You're going to put that on there? No. <laughs> I cannot do that. I know. I was doing it for the joke again. You like to poop on all the jokes. I do. I poop on you. No. That's gross. <laughs> Cleveland steamer. Oh. <laughs> all right. So that was a recap of the week. We got a phone call from our daughter live. That was kind of cool. Glad she's having a good time. That picture was adorable of her with her uncle, with Uncle Steven. She was, yeah, that was, she was laughing at him pretty good. He's a big goofball though, so it works out just fine. So, um, do me a quick favor and give me another, uh, just like say something real quick. Hello. Okay, there you go. No, no, you're back. You're back. Okay. Okay. Uh, First, I thought I adjusted your preamp too much there, but I think we're good. So, okay. All right. Yahoo. Yahoo. So, anyways, the opening for the intro for the episode today was men trying on ladies' sexy Halloween costumes. Very particular reason why I picked that particular video out. I got another one that's going to follow it up here in a second that we're going to watch. But um, the the theme for today's episode is, I, I didn't really have a good name for it. It's kind of like you know men versus women or boys versus girls. Or basically, how our society views genders in general. Um, and while it might seem like a weird topic for a parenting episode, it actually makes sense because if you start look at everything... From the minute these kids are born till the day they die, society, media, advertising, yada yada, is telling them how they should be. Girls should be this, and boys should be that. And that's when we start having these issues in these smaller-minded communities where you know then their homosexuals are evil because he's a boy, but he likes to wear them damn dresses. And what the fuck's wrong with that little blah blah blah? And you get all this weird shit going on. So. I wanted to bring it up because, like, for this is a perfect. We talked thing. about it a little bit. Yeah, but I actually want to kind of like hone in on it a little <laughs> more, um, especially with this next video that I'm gonna play here. It makes a lot more sense. I mean, it's actually. Kind I of think cool this video. video is pretty awesome. My yeah. only thing that I have to criticize the people who made the video is that they did use a lingerie's company costumes, so they are lo- they are built most often as lingerie, not. They are meant for a bedroom attire that has a costume feel to it. But that's still the but 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 the fact that it's made is still wrong. But, I get it, but no, that that makes me the Girl Scout. I know lingerie, Girl Scout oh, yeah. lingerie, really? Yeah. Ew. Well, that's yeah. my point. Is that you know, it, in our society, women are very sexualized. Men are like you know. You're there to suck my dick and let me stick my penis in you and make me some dinner, goddammit, and that's all you're good for, and that's not how it's supposed to be, or and, how it should be. And my only problem with, I tend to be a little more on the, you know, feministy side of things, but I also look at things realistically, and I think that A, women do it to each other almost as much oh, as men do it to us, and B, um, women, especially empowered women, have a tendency to to flip the tables and then tend to over-sexualize men instead. So you're over there having champagne? And I'm having the champagne of well, beers. Well, I didn't like my champagne Yeah. So much. I don't have that kind of taste, I guess, yet. Champagne of beers. Want to try this? No, thank okay. you. I'm okay. good. Um, but especially empowered women who, who have kind of fought off this, you know, I'm don't over-sexualize me, blah, 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 blah. I'm mm-hmm. my own person, blah, 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 which is called great. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, Ooh, let's go see some male strippers. <laughs> like, w- there's a difference between taking back your sexuality and then over, then just flipping the tables. Have you listened to the latest Welcome to That Whole Thing yet? I did. Okay, so you caught the feminine, that whole feminist uh-huh. thing. Okay. And, uh, any of our listeners that haven't listened to it yet, they bring the l- two ladies are on there actually bring up a very valid statement about all that, about how the whole thing about you know the se- don't don't. Well, I think Bobby brings it up that that men 
are suffering from this almost as much as women. Yeah, because but, because a man, how do you insult a man? Mm-hmm. Call him a pussy. Yeah, exactly. But but it's not not and he but he, he really you have that that you've got to listen to the entire explanation yeah, for it. Otherwise, it sounds kind of like he's just being a whiny little bitch, no. but he's not. So if you guys haven't listened to it yet, listen to it. It's a great episode. But it, it, it's true. I mean. From from the time that the girls are born, baby dolls, pink clothes. Um, they're supposed to be princesses. They're supposed to be this. They shouldn't be doing the boyish type things. They, you know. Well, you know, I even have a problem. I wanted to buy some play costumes for Tempe to dress up as that are more mm-hmm. female oriented, right? Yeah. Because there's not a lot of female superheroes. Yep. And the only ones that there are are very scantily clad. Yeah. <laughs> very sexualized and there should be no reason at all that a five-year-old should be sexualized male or female so that's just wrong i i found some that one of them was batgirl and it's pretty cute it's not overly uh revealing or yeah uh, and then one of them is spider girl which was awesome but there was also a pink spider girl which i thought was taking it way too far mm-hmm. like why can't she just be spider-man but in a dress yeah. Or why can't she just be Spider Man? Spider Man. Yeah. If a girl wants to do it, a girl wants to do it. Yeah. There's a new comic that just came out. I know. I've heard of it. Um, I think it was also mentioned on Welcome to That Whole yeah, Thing where it's, it's Batwoman, mm-hmm. and she's an ass kicking, you know, full on. So that sounds kind of cool. Um, but so there's this whole stereotypical thing uh, that boys shouldn't wear dresses and girls shouldn't do this, and and you know girls can't do this, and they're the weaker sex, and so on and so forth. And while there are some. I'm one of those people that is not an idiot. There are some physical and physiological differences between the male and female body construction that can make certain things easier for one and a little bit harder for the other, but it doesn't mean that neither one can do it. But on the flip side of that, there's a a, a, a person I'm linked through on Facebook and whatnot that does a lot of CrossFit and, and this stuff, and just looking at the pictures of her, you, there's not an ounce of fat on that body. It's all pure toned muscle, and I'm pretty sure even with my martial arts background, that I'd still have like, okay, get your ass kicked. I'm, I'm gonna. This is gonna be a little bit. This is gonna hurt because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's gonna put down. She's gonna throw down her own, and it's because she does that, and she's you know trained her body to do those things. And the in, in general, the female body is not a weak body at all. It's just s- strong in different ways. In some respects. Well, and I think I'd like to see somebody, a man, shoot an avocado out of his dick. And and handle it the way you guys do when you you know do something. It's just it. <laughs> well, and I think that this is yet another case of women have kind of done it to themselves. Mm, mm. To an extent, I think. Okay. No, here's what here's what I think is happening. We, we want to be coddled, mm-hmm. so we allow the but, myth to perpetuate. But but is that also a societal thing in the fact in the respect <laughs> of that they're being raised who think yeah. they want that. Yeah. Not so much that, you know, and, and but, all, but that still goes back to the fact that for how many eons of centuries have men told them, no, this is really what you want. Yeah. You want my dick? You know, you want me to have my babies? You want to do these things? And that's all you're really good for. And Well, if you look at fundamentalist religions, yeah. they they tend to, even, even our modern day st- attitudes, which are not, still not perfect. You always err to the man, or not err to the man, but, but, but cow tail to the man. But I'm just saying, like, modern day is, is you know, at a at a eight, like, we're getting there, but we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. If you are a member of a fundamentalist religion, any fundamentalist religion, really, then you are down back to a five. Mm-hmm. If not lower, depending on what which religion. And if you happen to be in the Salt Lake City area following that religion, you're like a negative 32. No, there's worse. Yeah. I mean, there's a I know, lot there's worse. There's Muslims, I know. Well, and Islam, I'm not, I'm not so. just saying that either. I'm saying that there are 
I'm and, just I'm, I'm looking at this solely from a treatment of women perspective. Solely from a treatment of women perspective, I think that there's not a whole lot worse than, um, especially ones that claim to uplift their women, like Mormonism, like oh, you're great, you're good, you're a part of this, except you can't do this. Mm -hmm. But it's because we love you so much, and it's because we don't want you to have to bear that burden. Like It's like, we're being super sweet to you by not letting you have this thing. It's stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah. But once again, that's a man. I know. You, you little dainty females just couldn't handle... It, it, basically, it's... Look back to that A Few Good Men movie. It's that whole... You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. It's the, That's the perspective that a lot of dudes have on this shit, is that, that you know, you can't handle these things. Um, and that's why I think, like, much like I said on... Welcome to that whole thing, um, that... Like, with this whole Jennifer Lawrence and the new... And the, the leaked photos and the nudes, that... She's throwing it back like, no, this is fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah. I did this, but you shouldn't have hacked my phone. And or she didn't she do did. anything wrong. She yeah. has the right. She well, has. Let me. Sorry, go ahead. I'll let you finish your thought and then I'll interject there. I'm, I'm going to say a couple of things. She has the right to take nude photos of herself. She has the right to keep them private. Now, I agree that if you take nude photos of yourself and you don't want anyone else to see them that there are better ways to conceal them or uh, maintain them or what have you because i do not feel that i would trust at her level of stature i would not trust a service such as that to keep anything private well here's my problem with let me backtrack a little bit first i don't think it was a hack thing if i remember correctly the information is not all out there yet but all signs point to a phishing scheme which means she or one of her handlers that had access to her stuff or whatever clicked on something that then allowed them to have access in. I don't care who you are. Here's a little pro tip for me from somebody who's a tech guy. That is not a hack. Hacking means that somebody actually cracked in, got in, was able to work their way into the system and was able to do something. You Not, not you just open the front fucking door and let them in. Whereas if somebody scripts an email oh hey look you need to enter your password at this site here go click on this link and do this and they do that and then there's their password that's not a hack that's just being really good at social fucking engineering mm -hmm. and that's what I hate about the media hype here is it it's caused frankly if I was Apple at this point I'd be looking at going like you know what I think I'm probably going to drop a lawsuit on CNN I'm going to drop a lawsuit mm -hmm. on these people because this is not a failure in my service as much as it is a failure in people not being intelligent and that's the problem I have in the respect of I'm not saying that Jennifer Lawrence is stupid, mm -hmm. but what I am saying is, is that you can not be shocked if these things happen when you take a picture on a device that is connected and does those things. Can you be violated and feel violated? Fuck yes. Yeah. Is it wrong? Wholly and completely yes. But if you are doing something on any device that is connecting to the internet... <laughs> And that includes online banking. That includes going to your credit card websites. That includes doing anything with your social security number. Any of those things that all of us do, you ha we all have to take the proper precautions, but you cannot be fucking shocked if it happens. It, it's just, it, it is what it is. Those things are going to happen because... That's kind of my point is she has a right to feel violated. She has yes. a right to press charges against somebody yes. for stealing them and, and produce and Correct. replicating them. And um, I just... I don't think that anybody should be shocked that that a celebrity is going to have especially one that nerds wink off to just in her clothes, let I alone know. unclothed. I mean, I, I have it's to gross, say, but I have it's to not. say, I have to say, when I heard there was naked photos, or I'm like, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that. 
didn't go look for it, didn't go find I it. I have very specifically chosen not to but, look at any of those photos. But I mean, at the same time, though, I would. I, I, her, her particular body type and her form. I, I like. I, I dig. Oh, I think she's a gorgeous, hot, yeah. attractive. So I could, with or without clothes, go for so, it. So you know, but. if you're listening, go ahead and send us some pictures. We'd like to see him. No, no I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. We're good. <laughs> no, no, I meant her. Oh. If she's listening, not just her random. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, if she actually chooses to send me a new photo, see, I, I would really But my really point like being that. there is that it was a violation of her privacy, yes, but it was also, uh, she needs to admit some culpability in the fact that she did it on a, in a, such a manner that anybody could have this happen to. And the problem I have is, is that had it happened to you, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be gaining this kind of traction and getting this kind of press because you're not a celebrity. And it's actually, this but is, it is happening to millions, of, I, or I, I look should at the say revenge, thousands. Look at the revenge porn sites. Revenge porn sites, but like even teenage girls are having it happen mm-hmm. to them, them, and mm-hmm. and getting ruining their their very very young lives, um, based on you know my boyfriend asked me to send him a picture of my boobs, and then it turns out he was just wanting a picture of my boobs to send to everybody in school, just so he'd show off, yeah. Little pro tip for the girls listening: If there happens to be, oh my god, please no, um, anybody of a younger age, <laughs> like like minor age, um, guys, yes, while they they, they do want to see your boobs and they do want pictures of your boobs, that part's not true. But at the same time, that's bragging right? It's like hey, hey, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you just go back and look at the uh, the movie kid or watch the movie Kids. The whole you know smells like butterscotch scene where he's bragging about the way his girl smell. That's just that's the mentality of a dude. As fucked up and gross as it is at times, that's how men operate. Another good thing to watch would be Baby's Got Boobs on South Park. Yeah, I mean these are all show these things. But once again, though, I think this. But at the same time, that probably wouldn't have happened if there hadn't been this whole male female switch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, fuck for God's sakes. Polaroids, you can still get a hold of Polaroids and you can still get the damn things with the instant film. <laughs> Polaroids now are a digital camera that instantly prints. But I'm it, not joking. I know that, but you know what? It doesn't upload that shit to the cloud. Some it doesn't put do. it on, Well, but there's just ways around this kind of stuff. I'm all for You want to send your boyfriend photos and he wants you to send photos? I'm all for it. There's been times where I've been like, you know what? I've been on the road like, I'd really like, kind of like to see Jody, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I know she's never going to fucking do it for yeah. a multitude of reasons. And B, you know, I don't want to take the chance because she'd have to transmit them to me. And God forbid that got out somewhere. So I don't even, don't even ask. Don't even go whatever. Yeah. I don't even like, like on FaceTime. I don't even do it there because that's still transmitting across the goddamn <laughs> internet. Because I don't understand how this shit works. <clears throat> so, <laughs> which is why I'm going to raise my children on both ends of it to understand that hey as a dude don't be such a fucking asshole selfish dick you know which we're having a really hard time with Ezra right now but on the flip side of his temperance he's not in love with you oh my god at 14 he is not in and love don't, with you and don't ruin don't stake your reputation mm-hmm. on that y- you want to have sex here's the deal you need to do this 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 and this so you don't get the the, the STDs so you don't get the babies Blah, blah, blah. But if he tells you he loves you, as you guys are getting hot and heavy, oh, he loves you for like but the next. Yeah, I'll see. He's gonna play. He's, he's a fifteen year old boy. Three seconds. He's a fifteen year old boy. He may have already started before you got out of his pants. So yeah, you got about a half a second to a second worth of you know love in there. After that's like, oh my god, you know, mm, that was awesome. Yeah, thanks, babe. As he walks out the door, so it's just don't fall for the the hype, so to speak. And but at the same time. 
I'm having opposite. I, I get weird looks when I talk to people about Trent being in a dress. <coughs> Newsflash, my two-year-and-a-half-year-old says he wants to look like a pretty princess like his sister, and he's playing dress with her. I'm not going to fucking stop it. Hell, Ezra's oldest, older sister at his mom's house dressed him up, and I mean, like, put him in one of her, like, yep. like winter formal dances from middle school, make up the heels the whole night. He's a very ugly woman. <laughs> very, very ugly woman. Much like his father was when I did the drag a couple times in um, high school for uh, Halloween and whatnot. But, okay, no big deal. These stereotypes, these gender biases, these gender barriers don't need to exist. And and I think it would pay for men to understand, like on that video, how uh-huh. objectified it makes you feel just to even put it on. Like, yeah. oh, I feel dirty. I feel wrong. I like, yeah. or, or walk in high heels for one day and realize, why the fuck would anybody wear this? Mm-hmm. Like... Like, voluntarily put your foot in a torture device and walk around all day. Exactly. Because it makes them feel sexy because men look at them more sexy when they do it. Hmm. Maybe that's a problem. Well, you know what? You got lucky with me. I know. Because you can be, you know, sweaty, working on the stove, cooking, but you're cooking. I'm like, ooh, what you making? <laughs> ooh, cake? <laughs> Come here. So... Yeah, I, I've never been more physically accosted by anyone than when I'm in the kitchen. And you just, you, whatever it is, like, I could be I could be stirring a pot of beans and you're like, ooh. Well, that would even make me even happier because I know you don't like beans and you're making beans. Oh, yeah. You're, you're <laughs> definitely going to get it then. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give some loving to you. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, we and I feel that we have here with our relationship, we've come to a point now where we're very equitable mm-hmm. as far as roles and responsibilities. In fact, it's actually kind of reversed a bit where I'm more of the, um, you know, and I, and I say this as the most, in, as a, as a, with an in, most endearing term, there's no derogatory statements behind it at all, but the house bitch. I've always referred to the person that does the housework as the house bitch, whether they're male or female. So it's never been a bad thing, but I am the house bitch right now. I do, I do 85% of the uh, cooking and cleaning and that, that savings that nature there because the way the hours work out, you know, you're, it's, it's kind of wonky and as things progress, if we can get to the point where we want to get to in a few years where we're doing more of our own business type stuff and you're doing with the real estate a lot more, that's going to convert even more and that's fine. And I've, I've always told you, as long as you're bankrolling me, fuck, do it. I'll clean. I'll, I'll hit my knees and for you if you want me to, <laughs> if, you're, if you're paying my bills. But, so I, from that standpoint, I can kind of see like where some of these ladies are like, you know what? If this guy is dumb enough to pay my car payment and do this, and all I got to do is get his balls in my mouth once in a while and maybe like, you know, fingers ass. Well, yeah, I can do that. I lose a little self-esteem to have somebody pay a car payment for me. I mean, you know, in respect of taking advantage of it, mm-hmm. you know. So all fully on full on admit, especially in my younger days, like if I could get a guy to pay my bills for me, just by being really nice to him, I would do that. Like, not in quite as slutty a way as it sounds. Like I just made it sound, but no, I get it. Yeah, like. I preferred again, to date men who had deep wallets. I don't, I, I yeah. won't lie. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. Oh, keep I, going. No, I've got some like serious heartburn here. I couldn't oh, talk no. to it for a second. Do you want like nope, nope. some Tums? I have Tums. I bought Tums. It was a beer. No, we're good. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, oh, let me pull this up here. Real Sometimes quick. I feel a little bit ashamed about that. Like looking back, because th- there were certainly some times where I push a relationship farther than it should have gone just because... I knew that they could help me out financially. And so back then I had the rack to do it. <laughs> is that you had no problems. She oh my. take my money when I'm in need. 
trifling friend indeed. Oh, that was a long way around to go for this joke, but it works. Well, kind now, of. That digs on me. Uh. Saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she yeah, a gold that, digger, yeah. but she ain't only for a very short no time. But yeah, get down, girl, go ahead, get down. But I actually, I, I kind of agree with this. You know, get down, girl, go ahead, get down. You do the whole thing. I wouldn't have called myself a gold digger because, but you know what I'm but, saying. It, but I certainly like. I can think of one time in particular. I was very behind on my rent, <laughs> and asked a friend for for help and and he was like well we haven't been out in forever you know mm-hmm. and i'm like well we can start dating again you know whatever so yeah but you know society perpetuates that and, and, and that's also why i want my boys to be smart yeah i want them to understand that concept of the gold digger there and understand it was that what was that um is that big bang theory episode with the, the deaf chick yeah where she was like all when all of a sudden when um what Kuthur Paul is Raj's parents cut him off and took the money away. He couldn't you know, tell, tell the stuff back. She's like, nah. and ran out on him, you know. Mm-hmm. So those, and I'm not saying that all people are like that, but what I like, what I want my kids to do is as as horrible as this is going to sound, I want them to assume the worst. Yeah, of everybody. I mean, if, if Timmy always otherwise. assumes that men are pigs, and and Ezra always assumes until the man is that, proven that otherwise, women are are after their financial mm-hmm. help. <laughs> Excuse me. Eventually. They'll find somebody who's not in that situation. Yeah. As well, long as they're not jaded about it. Well, and so it's one of those things that <gasps> it was when I, when I heard this, it was put to me in a very, very horrible way. And I, and while I agree with what he said, I don't agree with how he applied it, but basically this person in reference to people that weren't white said that they were worthless until they proved themselves otherwise to him. Ooh. I, I, I fully and wholeheartedly agree with the concept behind that statement that everybody I meet is going to be considered worthless until they prove themselves otherwise. Well, I'm not, I would alter that. I, I consider everyone equal until they prove themselves otherwise. Exactly. But but basically, I'm not narrowing it by a race. I'm not Me saying either. That I'm, no, but, I, but, but he was. That's, yeah. that's why I want to draw that separation out is that, you know, I want my kids to go into it saying, you know what, people should be this way, they should be good, they should be, but but until they prove to you that they are this, you can't make that assumption. You can't make you cannot make an assumption about people that um that they're going to you know, like temperance. If you're gonna go out in the workforce, you can't assume that they're gonna automatically pay you the same amount of money that this dude who's walking in at the same time the interview is with you is going to well, be. Well and paid. I've been through this before. Like um and I firmly believe that no, nobody is going out like they were saying on that show. Uh, nobody is going, going, hmm, I think I'll hire somebody today and I think it'll be a woman and I think I'll pay her 30% less. Exactly. But at the same time, <laughs> those stereotypes <coughs> still exist. And what's happening is a woman is interviewing for the job. A man is interviewing for the job. When the man negotiates a salary, he takes a stand. And when a woman socially trained to not take a stand doesn't, she inevitably gets paid Less. But also on the flip side of that, the interviewers, not even thinking about socially trained, well, you know, once a month, females get really bitchy. Mm-hmm. They have that whole bleedy thing. Mm-hmm. They're overly emotional. They're going to want time off for their kids. Oh, my God. So we're going to have to un- we're gonna have to compensate them, you know, at such a level to make – and so – and I have to say it's been really interesting, but the last two to three years in my industry that I – and, 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 and I, when I say my industry, I mean the industry that – 
connects to what I do. Not necessarily what I do personally, but what <clears throat> the bread, bread and butter for what my company does mm-hmm. and the type of companies we work for has long for a very, very long time, basically since their inceptions, been a boys club. It's been, what are the boys going to do? What's going on? How are things happening? Girls, you know what? They're great for answering phones. They're great for taking phone calls back at the office. They're great for, you know, when we've hired our first female outside salesperson, there was a lot of like, really? What? And, you know, and then it kind of went from there. And then now as people are starting to retire, because basically there's an entire glut of an aging workforce in this industry and they're all starting to go up at the same time. In the last two years, you know, two years to 18 months, it's been, oh, this person just retired, that person just retired, this person just retired. And it's actually been a great thing for me because I'm finally getting some younger, fresh blood into these some of these companies where I can actually get something done and not feel like I'm working on a fucking abacus and a slide rule to do it because these people don't know, understand them, their internets or how they work. Um, but also with that comes this changing perception of some of these younger people are like, you know what? Fuck you. Yes, I'm a chick. Yes, I've got tits. Yes, I bleed once a month. Fuck you. I don't care. There's no reason why I, who does the same job that he does at the same level he does, should get paid any less. There's no reason why any of this. And, and these people are freaking out. But then on the flip side of that, the commentary I heard in my office when myself and another gentleman in the office took quote unquote maternity leave to help take care of our spouses who had just had kids. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah. I heard one of them take a phone call, like, oh, yeah, well, we'd normally be able to handle it right now, but this so-and-so is out, and um, he'll be back in about three, four weeks. Person on the lines are, of course, like, oh, three, what's going on? Are they okay? Anything? He's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, maternity leave. And then you just hear this dead silence in the, end of the phone. You said maternity leave, right? He's like, well, technically we call it paternity leave because you can't really call it maternity leave because he's not. A, and then there goes the whole explanation. He's like, well, you know, kids these days, men are they helping up the chicks when they have, you know. And it was like this really yeah, perplexing concept for him that that your wife just had a kid and you would take time off to help her with that, and that you would take time off to be because a part of the kids' to go life. Back to work no, the, the, but that's my point. Is that if they even took a day off for the fucking birth. I know. Exactly. Then again, women were drugged for the entire birth anyway, so, so I guess but, that fits. Yeah, but that, that, that being my point is that there, there's a there's an entire generation or two, generation and a half-ish, that is having a really hard concept with the things the way things are happening right now because of that simple fact of the way they were raised, the way they understand it, the way the world worked for them for such a very, very long time was it was a gentleman's club. It was a boys club, you know, and girls weren't allowed. And if they were in there, they had to fight for it. And even when they fought for it, they had to, you know, endure the fact that they weren't going to get paid nearly as much as the guys did, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, it's, I feel bad for some of these old people who have to deal with us young people shaking things up. It must suck. I, for them <laughs> I don't but that's part of the reason why as curmudgeonly as I get from time to time <coughs> I uh, I try not to get too ingrained into certain things like, mm-hmm. like I'm a very routine based person during the week I've I want to I don't want to but what I need to have happen is I need to be able to get up I need to do my morning thing get my breakfast get ready for work go to work come home be with the kids have dinner go to bed I get very very cranky and very perturbed when something comes and throws that whole fucking scene off. Yes, I know. Such as after school activities. Which I could, fuck it, I'm going to go there. So, 
such as these after-school activities where they plan them during the fucking dinner hour where my kids are being asshats because they're fucking hungry, but I couldn't feed them because by the time I got home, I had enough time to get home, get, gather up the shit I needed to do, spin out the door, and fucking go to this thing to go do this, you know, parent-teacher whatever or, you know, family fucking game night or blah, 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 blah. Because you know what? It's fucking sad that these schools have to, you know, put these things on now because people don't know how to have their own fucking family nights together anymore. Um... And so the entire night gets thrown off and it's a big clusterfuck for me. And then my entire routine is like, Rah. so things like that, that really fucks with my head and it really throws me off because I, I, I schedule things and I do things in a certain manner to make the thing. Well, well, first off easier for me, but second off easier for my kids because children respond better to some sort of a structure, some sort of a routine. And does that mean it has to be regimented and every single second of every single day has to be planned out? Not even a little bit, but it does, it does mean that I, I, I look at all the research. I do all the work or, or studying or whatnot and understand that a certain amount of sleep per night is not just, beneficial but damn near required for a developing brain for a child who is growing up to be a healthy you know well-adjusted person they need these certain things and i'm willing to bet that a lot of our problems with people who have the you know and i'm going to go as far as to say is there's i have my in my opinion there's a lot of problems with adhd brain imbalances so on and so forth all these things well maybe just maybe if they as those kids were developing and those things that are supposed to equalize and happen in their brains were supposed to happen didn't because they weren't getting what they needed whether it be proper nutrition proper sleep proper whatever and it's caused them to have these imbalances and these issues and now I'm not saying that that's going to be the cause for all of them but I can guarantee you that that's you know if you look at the way I've met a couple of kids and and looked at their environments and said that kid could benefit with less sugar and more sleep and and some structure and some structure Mm -hmm. but but I will also say that we can't see everything that's going on in any. I, I I agree. I, I'm not saying that, but I don't think there should be anything there to perpetuate causing that there be more of that, and that's why I'm kind of I'm kind of a staunch uh, in a staunch opposition to like sports because they sap up so much of the child's time. Well, and I, and I get all the beneficial things from them teamwork and and all athletics and getting exercise there's a lot of good things to come from them but there's a lot of negative things that are associated with them as well that nobody ever wants to fucking discuss or talk about they don't want to look at the fact that these things are causing this child to stress out because they don't have the time to get their homework done and they don't have the time to get the proper amount of sleep they need so they're exhausted the next day so they start having problems in class but because the football team's doing good and that's what brings them the money we're going to let them slide and so this whole thing snowballs because it doesn't get done properly from the beginning. And that frustrates me the most is that from the inception of these programs, that basically lines up with that old saying that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. It's the way it is, is that um, the that all these things are there and people mean to be good by them, but when it actually put it put into place, much like communism <laughs> and, you know, Hitler well, his intentions were good in his own head, when he actually started doing the shit he was doing, it didn't end up so well. Um, so the intention of man to be, I'm going to be the provider, I'm going to take care of my wife, I'm going to do this, that, that, those intentions can be good, but then at the flip side, what are you doing to your child or to your wife or whatever when you're constantly undercutting them and making them feel like they're not, you know, as good as you? Hell, just being somebody who's been a stay-at-home dad, you know, when I was unemployed for a while, who's been doing the after school or after work and after school stuff in the last six to eight months, whatever it's been, 
I know how hard it is to be alone with kids and to do what moms do, especially stay-at-home moms. And anybody who doesn't have mad respect for them is a fucking up, just ass wipe. And, and a lady that picks up kids at, at Tibby's um, kindergarten was saying, she, everybody was talking about work and stress and blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no, you can't say I that. I have been there. Yeah. You've got three kids. You stay at home. You're a freaking angel. You've okay? got doctor's appointments and play yeah. dates like, and this and I that. know how stressful that is. Like, mm-hmm. Don't, don't ever even. But once it's again, it's the mommy shaming shit. But it's once again, it's a societal thing that. Well, and if, it's it's this con. There is a constant comparison between women. Like we will shame a woman mm-hmm. for st- being a stay-at-home mom or a work yep. mom. Yep. We will do it every time. Somebody will look down on somebody else. Exactly, but but, but that comes from two different points points of thought. One of them being that, you know what, my place isn't the house, my place isn't the kitchen, my place is under my husband's cock, my place is this, it is this, it is, it's nothing more than that. How dare she think she has the right to go out and work a job and mm-hmm. do these things and not be there around her kids 24-7? What type of cunt would do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the flip side, ain't no motherfucking man going to tell me what I'm going to do with my motherfucking life and blah, 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 and this, that, the other thing, and fuck you, I'm going to burn my bra and this, that, the other thing, I'm going to go out and make some of myself, and those two clash together instead of fucking compromise and understanding each other exactly understanding that i felt like my role was outside of the house you know i felt that my role was to stay home and take care of the kids i've Mm -hmm. like nobody will respect somebody else's choice or opinions yeah (laughs) i don't know if you've actually had a chance to go back and listen to last week's episode where i had izzy on no i Um, haven't i'm sorry no it's it's not a big deal you're missing out so it's fine if you want to if you want to continue to live life without that awesomeness in there it's uh, whatever (laughs) (laughs) My <laughs> that, I'll. <laughs> but he actually had a good point, and he, and what he said was is basically if people would just con have more conversations and would just mm-hmm. talk more, it doesn't mean that you have to agree with the other person. It doesn't mean that you have to automatically jump to their side. But if you would just try to come to from to somebody else from a point of understanding mm-hmm. instead of a point of place of judgment, mm-hmm. that would totally change and flip how things are done. You know, it wouldn't always constantly be this issue of, well. I'm better than you, therefore, haha, you know, and that's... Well, I was having the same thought with, um, and pardon me for switching gears a little bit, but um, I was having the same thought about um, some racism that I, I feel like some of the knowledge that I want to learn, some of the mm-hmm. things I want to know, to ask someone, they might be offended, mm-hmm. but it's not coming from a place of judgment, it's coming from a place of I'd like to know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how do you ask somebody why they choose to wear culturally, um, their culturally appropriate garb that may have some kind of negative connotation for someone else? Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't m- mean to say you can't or shouldn't, or but I'd like to know your reasons. Is it because that's the way you grew up? Is it because it's comfy? Is it because, like, I want to know what mm-hmm. your thoughts are on it, but I don't want you to think that I'm judging you for it either. Like, well, and here, here's the deal. I've got both an explanation for why that's so hard to do as well as a way, a solution to your problem. I can do both. <laughs> so the explanation is, is that culturally we've made it that way because people are so judgmental and are so, and I'm not even going to say we, I'm going to say basically in general, Historically, white people fucking blow. Mm-hmm. We're a bunch of arrogant, pisshead fucknuts that just can't, you know, whatever. And then, God forbid, the brown man rise up and do what the Islams are doing and try to stand up, you know, the Muslims are doing. And I said Islams. That was really retarded. See, there, there comes the white man to me coming out. Um, the Muslims are doing and trying to, you know, stand for their beliefs, right and wrong or indifferent. 
But because it is such, there's always been so much judgment and prejudice and everything else behind all that, that it's impossible to ask somebody like, you know, it's hard to figure out a way to ask somebody and have them understand that you're actually wanting to come from a place of knowledge. You're wanting to learn from them. But on the flip side, um, Sometimes you can do it in a conversation if you're if you can, if the mood's right or not. But ultimately, to fix this problem, you want to find out. Get Mike Rowe to do it. That motherfucker can talk to anybody, and yeah. that dude can get anybody to open up about any fucking thing at all. Period. I in a statement. Him. Like so, I follow and, him on Facebook. Yep. I read all the things he writes. I watch him on the CNN. She show. will actively look for his nudes if they ever get posted. Oh yeah, like seriously, I'm gonna straight <laughs> up own that shit. No, he um. He makes me want to be a better human. Yeah. Like, but, seriously. But but he's got that gift of being able to find out how to just listen to somebody first, figure out what they're about, and then just start talking to them, and he finds the in. And if you really want to see a master at work at this, look, I think it's the very first episode of his new show, Somebody's Got to Do It, where he goes to that Law Rev or whatever the hell. Law Rev, yeah. The Rev show at, the, at, at Vegas. And there's the PR at guy. Vegas, in Vegas? In Vegas. At, at the, the Wynn Casino? That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, the one named after me. Exactly. But where the PR guy is, for like the first half of the episode, he's in the background. He's very nervous. He's just making sure that nothing gets said that's bad. He's doing his PR job, but he's doing it in that very uptight, anal way that a lot of PR guys do. And Mike's like, I had enough of it. He's like, you know that at some point during this episode, you are going to be on camera, and I am going to speak to you, right? And he's like, yeah, no. No, it's not going to happen, buddy. Not gonna, you know, no. And Mike's like, no, it'll happen. It'll happen. And so then at some point, something happened, or, or, or he was stressed about something, and, he, and Mike just looks at him and goes, nobody appreciates you for how stressful your job is, do they? And you just saw the entire look, mm-hmm. and you could just see the guy's entire disposition change, visually on his face. And he's like, no, they really, really don't. This is a hard job. And then next thing you know, <coughs> camera's on him. They're talking. He's chatting them up, asking them all this stuff. And this dude opened up and just, bleh, and it all came out. And I'm just like, watching, like, that is there. That's a rare quality that not a lot of people have. Um, and so that's how you do it. Contact Mike. Say, hey, look, I want to know why they wear the burka, 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 whatever. No, it is I was you actually, do. what happened to me is um, I drive through a very diverse neighborhood on my way to work. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, this one section of Northwest Portland has just. You're trying to claim diversity in Northwest? No, seriously. <laughs> so are you saying... I'm sorry. So so there's an area you go to that's got not just BMWs, but BMWs and Mercedes on the same street? Yes. Jesus Christ. What's this world coming to? <laughs> oh, my God. And for those of you that aren't here, you're just not going to get it till you come to Northwest Portland. So um, get your asses up here and well, take a look. it's really far out Northwest. Anyway, lots of women from... And here's where the the dumb white lady comes out. I don't know where they're from, but they wear very culturally significant clothing, not burkas. I'm not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I'm not even going that route. But um, some type of Indian might be maybe. Hinduish, might be yeah. I uh, so yes, I'm cl- I'm fully acknowledging that I am a dumb white lady. Like I don't Indian know. like oh, or like Indian like actual well, you know, the red dot and the. That was me being a smartass. I get it. <laughs> the look I just got from you was like, I can't believe you just fucking did that. Um, <laughs> so I was just wondering because a lot of them look, they're they're out for their morning walks and mm-hmm. or run. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them look slightly uncomfortable physically. Yeah. And I, I, the thought occurred to me, and this is literally like yesterday or the day before. I'm like, why would they wear that if it was so uncomfortable? Well, I wonder if it's culturally significant, if it has something to do with their religion or if it has something to do with comfort or if it has something like... 
why wouldn't you just go down to the store and buy some freaking Nike shorts or something? Here's another way to answer that question. If you're wondering why somebody's doing something that's uncomfortable, that looks fucking ridiculous, and would make a lot more sense to do in a pair of Nike shorts, religion is the answer. Probably. So, But I'm just saying. But, no, I get it. Once again, I'm being a facetious smartass, but... You know, I know I, I understand, but but it goes back to that whole, you know, don't talk about this stuff. And right now, there's a huge uproar in the United States about it, which is actually kind of funny because I was going through some Reddit, some some subreddits on Reddit the other day about this, and there was a dude from um, I don't remember where he was from, but it was not from the United States. He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you Americans?" Basically, was the whole concept because there's this whole um, wage equality bill that Obama's trying to push through, and they put out there where. A, you can talk about your wages at work with other people without having any, without there being a legal. Basically, you'll have real legal recourse on the company if the company comes against you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, B, it's going to allow them to hopefully bring in the equality where women are not making seventy to ninety percent to sixty-two percent to what all the different stats are on the dollar of what men make, and it's freaking the American culture the fuck out. People are losing their goddamn minds over it, and elsewhere, it's a norm. Like especially in the in the Asian communities and the Asian countries, he's, this one guy's like, "That's like the fourth question when you're getting to know somebody. It's like, hi, what's your name? How old are you? How much do you make? I mean, those are like that, that's the standard intro yeah. for what we do here. So what he's like, what is your guys' problem about this? It is, you know, it's big taboo. It is. And people are like, well, you know, if you do this, then you might have the person that's going to be pissed off because that one person in the office makes more than everybody else and blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, it's like, think back on that. Okay, so shithead over there makes more of this because they happen to be in a union or be whatever, so on and so forth. Or they negotiated better. Or they negotiated better. But on the flip side of that, if this wage equality bill was there and it was okay for people to discuss this and there was no way for the company recourse in that, how much of that difference would actually start be, still exist after a period of time? At some point, Everything would have to catch up and balance out because yeah, you'd have to start paying the overpaid people. To it would less. no longer make sense that the guy who's only there thirty hours a week and you know doesn't do much except talk makes exponentially more than the person in the warehouse that is busting their hump every fucking day and then sh- shuffling packages and literally destroying their body. But because it's considered manual or blue collar labor, labor, it's not valued as high as anybody else. And that's something that I have a huge problem with with the company I work with. Not because my company does it, but because the industry we're in as a whole, there is a very regimented salary setup. Whereas if you're in the cush office jobs, if you're the person that's the puppeteer running the show, you're making all the money. But if you're the person that's actually out there in the dirt, in the shit on a daily basis, you know, really putting your nose at the grindstone, you're not making as much. You're not valued quite as highly either. And then in some of the companies, once again, not my company, um, it, like I said, it, it, we're very, we're very, due to some lawsuits from way back when, back before our current CEO even took over, um, we're very, very aware of the male-female dichotomy to almost the point of being way too overboard about you know being careful about not being sexist or whatever um so uh but and a lot of the companies we work with it's one of those things where they're almost just a stupid lady in the office again fucking bitching about this and that and yada 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 and the few women the, the few women that are out there that are actually in the process of you know doing the jobs that aren't necessarily stereotypically for them, they have to really bust a hump to, to keep up with the guys and put up with them and to actually deal with them. And that's, that's an interesting little, you know, tidbit. It's, it's weird to see that. And I totally lost my train of thought now that you've told me that you have to go pee. So we're just going to pause here for a second. We'll come back, watch this next video and hopefully I can figure out where that train was going.
From what I heard, she got a baby by Buster. My best friend said she used to fuck with Usher. I don't care what none of y'all say, I still love her. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger, uh, but she ain't messing with no broke niggas. Uh, now I ain't saying she a gold digger, uh, but she ain't messing with no broke niggas. Uh, get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head. 18 years, 18 years, she got one of your kids, got you for 18 years, I know somebody paying child support for one of his kids, his baby mama car crib is bigger than his, you will see him on TV, any given Sunday, win the Super Bowl and drive off in a Hyundai, she was supposed to buy your shorty Tyco with your money, she went to the doctor, got Lyco with your money, she walk around looking like Michael with your money, shoulda got that insured Geico for your money, money, if you ain't no punk, holler, we want prenup, we want Prenup, yeah. It's something that you need to have. Cause when she leave your ass, she gon' leave with half. 18 years, 18 years. And on her 18th birthday, found out it wasn't his. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. Uh, but she ain't messing with no broke niggas. Uh, now I ain't saying she a gold digger. Uh, but she ain't messing with no broke niggas. Uh, get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Uh, get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Uh, You got knees You don't want a dude to smoke But he can't buy weed You go out to eat He can't pay Y'all can't leave His dishes in the back You gotta roll up his sleeves But while y'all washing Watch him He gon' make it to a beans Out of that toxin He got that ambition, baby Look at his eyes This week he mopping floors Next week is the fries So stick by his side I know his dudes ballin' And yeah, that's nice And they gon' keep calling and trying, But you stay right, girl And when he get on He leave your ass for a white girl Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head. Let me hear that back. Okay, and so Jody's bladder is now officially empty, and she's feeling much, much better. Much. She she took care of all the evil pee that was making her have to do the. the well, I drank dance. a beer, and it needed to leave. Yes. I actually had that problem quite a bit this last week because I was drinking lots yeah, of don't, beers. Don't, no, sh- no, no, no. Sh- sh- but it was like where they would have us. It was weird. They'd position you at this one area for like your dinner. It's like, where's the bathroom? All the way over there, huh? <laughs> I got to go down how far down that hall? Mm. 
And then, of course, inevitably on your way there, you get stopped by like four or five people that want to chat with you about something. Like, Dude, seriously, I'm going to piss my pants. I don't have time to talk right now. But hey, you know, it's all gravy. So we're going to move into this video now. Um, and I happen... I, I happened to see this this week, and I put it in the notes, and then also one of our listeners submitted it to us, too, thought that it would be good for the episode, so it was a, it's a double whammy as far as, you know, we both thought it was going to be pretty pretty cool. Um, and I, I pre-listened a part of it, got the gist of it, laughed my ass off a little bit, so I decided to stop. I wanted to get an actual honest reaction with both of us here, so we'll go ahead and uh, uh, hopefully the buffery won't kick our ass here and get this going. Pretty. <gasps> pretty. Pretty. What the fuck? I'm not the pretty fucking princess in distress i'm pretty fucking powerful and ready for success so what is more offensive a little girl saying fuck or the fucking unequal and sexist way society treats girls and women it's our future so listen up grown-ups here's some words more fucked up than the word fuck pay inequality women are paid 23 percent less than men for the exact same fucking work. And women who graduate university with straight A's get paid as much as men who only got C's. So, bad grades equal more bank? Just because you're a boy? Um, hello and hell no. Pay up, motherfucker. I shouldn't need a penis to get paid. <coughs> Rape and violence. Fuck <coughs> up that. One out of every yeah. five women will be sexually assaulted or raped by a man. One, two, three, four, five, which one of us will it be? So how many more women have to get knocked down before society stands up and stops it? Here's a hot tip. Stop telling girls how to dress and start teaching boys not to fucking rape. We're glad <laughs> women's right to vote is here. But equality's next step is walking to the car without fear. Be pretty. So here's the tricky thing. Pretty, it's a compliment. But here's how this focus works to girls' detriment. Society teaching girls that our bodies, boobs, and butts are more important than our brains leads us to thinking. Our worth comes from our waistline. My aspirations in life should not be worrying about the shape of my ass. So fuck <laughs> focusing on how I look. And give me a book. <laughs> the continued sexism, girls and women's stale face. Um, instead of cleaning these girls' mouths out with soap, <gasps> maybe society should clean up its act. This is what a feminist looks like. Girls just want to have fun. Dimensional rights. Five dollars from each shirt goes to kick-ass charities that are fighting every day to make the world more equal for women and girls. Yo, bro, when you it. tell a boy it's bad to act like a girl, it's because you think it's bad to be a girl. Fuck that sexist shit. Fuck hate.com. <laughs> Swear jar. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that she was making it rain. <laughs> that was awesome. Yes, so I... I fully endorsed that video. That, Me too. that was fantastic. Officially endorsed by the Bad Parenting Podcast. And you know what? I don't have a single goddamn problem with any of the fucking language of that motherfucking video. I, I did, almost uh, want to have Tippy do it. I know. I did. I, I did choke. Um, so I, was, I just I made the stupid mistake of taking a drink of water right as she said, "Pay up, motherfucker," and I inhaled some water and just. I mean, it looks like I pissed myself. So I just coughed it all over my lap here, but that was quite comical. Um, but it. 
it highlights everything we've we've ever said. I like, was trying. Quit trying. You know, telling I, girls how to dress and maybe start teaching boys how not to rape people. Theoretically, <laughs> I probably should have just not even tried to record an episode tonight. Should have just put that up and like, <laughs> here, this is what we wanted to talk about because it so perfectly and succinctly encompasses the entire message we're trying to put here. But I agree with that. What the fuck is up with people being told? Don't wear that because boys might want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. What about, listen, douchebag, we know that's hot. We know you like it, but you know what? You can't <laughs> stick it in her unless she says it's okay. And here's here's the really fucked up part. Think about it real hard because it's going to take some <laughs> brain power. How hard do you want it, baby? <laughs> yeah. Don't wear that slutty outfit because you might get raped. But wait, wear that slutty outfit because I think it's hot. Mm-hmm. And that is everything that they're telling us. Mm-hmm. Everything they're told from babyhood all the way up to uh, senile old crotchety hoe. Don't wear it if you don't want to get raped, but wear it if you want to people to like you. So, my, <laughs> eh, my brain. You said crotchety old hoe. <laughs> and I immediately flashed back to one of my all-time favorite <clears throat> cutaway scenes from Family Guy. <laughs> and I know there are people out there that that do not like Family Guy. Um, <sighs> that, that's your own problem. I think it's a brilliant show but it, 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 for what it is. But some of their cutaway scenes are great. And they're trying to explain sex in the city. And it was fantastic. And it wasn't so much sex in the city as it was the really old chick that was on sex in the city. She wasn't really old. Kim Cattrall was okay, not really old. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me reverse that. The oldest, maybe? The oldest. She was, And she was playing more of the cougar stereotype. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant by really old. Not that she was like ancient. However, Family Guy, they, they, of course, she's got the younger stud and she's the cougar, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And she goes to spread her legs and they squeak. So she grabs an oil can and oils oils all her joints up and and, but they don't squeak anymore. And that's immediately where I flashed to. He said the crotch the old, you know, so sorry. That's why I started snickering. So I was like, doink. That's exactly where my brain went. Um, But no, that's, it's perfect. It's the, I, I love that statement. Why don't you start teaching boys not to rape? Because it's true. I mean, it's one of those things that, and even in my upbringing, not for my father. My dad was always be respectful of women. In fact, he caught me with porn one time, and oh my lord, uh, you would have thought I had just skinned a cat and fe- tried to feed it to baby Jesus himself. Um, but his statement was very clear about it. He, while he is very anti-porn, I don't necessarily always agree with him on this particular thing because I don't see pornography as bad as he does. In and of itself, I don't think it's bad, but I think that there's, there's serious ask, problems with it. I yeah. agree. I agree. But I'm just saying in general, if a girl... Anyways, well, that's a whole other subject. We could do an entire episode on porn and the fucked up shit behind it. Well, we probably will. We probably will. Eventually. But his message to me was, you know, and as he viewed it was, the people who look at this shit and the people who fantasize about these women, the people who fantasize about doing these things to these women are the same people that all they can refer to the girls as are bitches and cunts and this and that. And how would you like somebody to think about your sister that way? And he just like laid into me. His message was true and clear. Once again, like I said, porn, whatever, if you know, there's, there's things about it that I think are, are necessary and okay as weird as that may sound and there's aspects of like the exploitation of women yeah. that are horrible about it but what he was telling me and what the, the message I gleaned from that was is that don't treat women like they're objects stop objectifying women because you have a penis and all you want to do is stick your penis into them that's not okay that is not what they're there for now granted it's one of the perks it's fun when a girl gets to say yes 
and you get to go, ooh, boobies, ooh, vagina, ooh, I get to put it in there. That's he's like, you know, that's that's, that's a good thing when you find that girl that's willing to let you do those things, and you, and you guys love each other. And of course, he was practicing their love and marriage and the marriage, other. yeah, yeah. But but the message was was the me- of the, of the gist, of the message being, don't objectify women, don't do this, treat women like, the, don't treat them like a pile of shit, treat them like they're this, so on and so forth. That was a good message, and it's a message that more fathers need to give to their children. And it's why I love when I see dads that are giving their kids. Or their daughters, advice and like. There's a one. But dads, I, I I'm sorry, I'm going to no, interrupt. Dads, no. you cannot say those things when you have a giant porn collection. I agree that your children know about. Yes, that's not okay. Well, <laughs> no, but but, I, but yes and no. I think it's okay to you. You can't. My my father didn't. I I. But yeah. but what I'm saying is that you can't. No, you couldn't say that people who view this do this. But what I. But you can't. Either way, you can still say don't objectify yeah, women. Yeah, you can say don't objectify women and. But and you, you had to be very careful yeah. about the hypocrisy of what you're saying. Well, and I think your dad, the way he he said it to your brother, was very succinct oh, yeah. and very he was well honest. He, he, he's he like, was "This like, is for people who can't get, you know." He yeah. uses it as for people who can't get laid or, or yeah. something along those lines, right? Isn't kind uh, well, of. he he put it in the phrasing and and I I back this up. He was over the road truck driver. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't have the luxury of sleeping with his wife very Every damned night. often. Yeah. And, um, you know, honey, I'm coming home <laughs> literally and figuratively. <laughs> and he had a r- relatively extensive trucker collection of porn. Um, but he said, this is, this is about people getting their rocks off. This isn't about love. It's not about, you know, it, this is strictly about pleasure. Yeah. And there's not a lot of beauty or art in it. And I mean, I, I don't know. I think he had a lot of good points. Yeah. And, and so, but he didn't try and make it sound like he was some high and mighty. Oh no, guy. I, and my dad didn't either. No. He he was never trying. He was just taking it from the point of view of, <laughs> you know, if you do this, it, it, it basically it was a perpetuation of you know. And while like I said, well, I think he took it to the extreme just because of his viewpoints. But those are view, his viewpoints are fine, and they're his. Um, the message of don't objectify women, don't treat them like they're objects. They, they're not solely there for your pleasure. Make sure that you understand that. Um, so on and so forth was a very, very clear message, which made it exponentially, exponentially harder. <laughs> Literally, my fucking luck, right? I get busted with some porn. It wasn't even good porn. It was back in the days when you were on the internet connection. You had to find what you could find. And I I, I hate to say this, but I was a desperate, like, 14-year-old kid. I found, like, I had somehow found the, the Jenny McCarthy's Playboy spread. On the internet, and I printed, was printing it off on the old dot matrix print. But it was color, so it was that. But I was saved, I was storing it up for later. Mom Aww. never, mom never comes downstairs right in the morning as I'm getting ready for school. Never comes downstairs. But this one morning, so I'm printing this stuff up. But this one morning, she decided to come down and um, and see how I'm doing. No, I wasn't actually like. I wasn't in, in. I was. I was printing it off. You were printing it off for later. You weren't bingo in flagrante I, or exactly. whatever. I was. I had. Not, I was not with the, you know the sock getting ready to make a deposit. <clears throat> so, but I. I still need to hide the uh, the evidence. So I cl- quickly grab the pictures off the printer and you as quickly as you can with that old <laughs> paper that you had to tear um, and try to hide it. And she said, "What's going on?" Blah blah blah. I'm like nothing, nothing, nothing. I was just getting stuff ready for school and I'm, and I'm like panicking, you know, because I was kids if you're gonna have porn and you're gonna hide it from your parents and you're freaked out they might see you catch you with it be cool and when you think you're being cool about it you're really not being cool about it so you need to like calm this the fuck down a little bit and step it down because she finally made me pull because i had shoved it under the, my bedspread she said pull your covers back i'm like nope 
don't need to. I just go to school. Come on, time to go to school. And we'll be on time. And she's like, pull the camera. I'm like, really? And so I pull it back, and <laughs> she just yells right down. Like, oh, fuck. <sighs> and dad comes downstairs, and at first, <laughs> he's looking at it, and he kind of cocks like, hmm. <laughs> like, like, you can see at first, like, Okay, well, he's not gay, and that's good, my because of him being yeah. him. And, but so it was like it was like all the wait, no, that's bad. <laughs> but but there, was, there was that split second where it was like you know admiring uh, of the female form. No, more like that a boy. You know, that's, you know he, he he does appreciate the women. All right, that's good. Um, but and so I was like, and so I it, well, and I see here's where I draw the line. I I don't think that Playboy in particular is all that mm. bad but back in the day women uh, are choosing to own their sexuality and publish pictures of themselves kids these days do not understand how great they have it and this is somebody <laughs> from who's coming from somebody who had even easier access to porn than generations prior to mine did even five six seven ten years before me kids today don't realize how easy and great it you is realize you're doing a jacking off motion while you're talking about eh. this <laughs> how easy it is to Hop onto their phone, their <laughs> tablet for Christ's sakes, and youporn dot com or Reddit slash r slash whatever you know, and, and find these things and and have access to this. That's both a, a kind of a wholly awesome thing for teenage boys, and it's also a wholly detrimental thing because it can very easily perpetuate further on to that. It can cause problems. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. We all we've all heard the so, horror story. Oh, anybody back, who was raised in fundamentalist religion knows the, all exactly. the horror stories. So going back to that, so this whole thing breaks down. This is before <laughs> school. Mind, I'm late to school because mm-hmm. of the lecture that I get on this, right? And so then, yeah, luckily my parents, my dad, I, I was surprised. I was really surprised that the note he gave for the reason why I was late. He he just kind of said, "Sorry, Justin's alarm went off late." Blah blah blah. I would have fully expected the man. To have been like attached picture attached. No, <laughs> we found porn. We had to give him, tell him how bad it was. Blah blah blah. He's a horrible kid. No, I would have, you know, something to shame me. I, I wouldn't have surprised me if he had done that. Just because he's that whole mental kind of you know play with the play with the brain kind of thing when it comes to punishments and whatnot. <coughs> but the point I was trying to go there was literally six months after that happened. We had, and you remember that living in that house on Stark Street, that east wind picked up. It whipped through there pretty good. It was just before we had that fence in the front yard there. One year we had a hundred and sixty dollars in cash just come literally blowing into the driveway. Um, as I'm, I'm raking leaves and I'm pissed the fuck mm. off. I'm like raking leaves, raking leaves, raking leaves, and twenty dollar bill. Yeah, pick it up, put it in my pocket, raking leaves, raking twenty dollar bill. I go through and I'm and finally a hundred and sixty dollars of twenty. So eight twenty dollar bills later, I'm just like, hmm, wow. But I think stu- I'll rake leaves more often. Stupidly, I, I was bragging about it. I said, walk the house. I'm like, I found money outside. She's like, oh, yeah? How much? I'm like, 160 bucks. She's like, what, what, what? <laughs> and I explained to her. She's like, well, give me the cash. I'm like, find your keeper. She's like, Justin. I'm like, no. She's like, we need to hold on to it in case somebody says that it's, you know. No, she was serious about this. Yeah. In case somebody, you know, if we find out somebody's missing money, maybe one of the neighbors or whatnot is losing the money, that could have been somebody's milk money or could have been their whatever. Mm-hmm. And they did. They held on to it for like a month. Um. And then a month comes, and mom's like, well, okay, money's free and clear. I'm like, cool, let me have it. She's like, no. I'm like, bitch. I wanted to say, bitch, I found this shit. Give me the money. She's like, you can have 20. I'm like, I was raking the fucking thing. She's like, yeah, it's your fucking chore. You got to do it anyway. So, you know, I'm keeping me. She's like, consider this, you know, finder's fee. I'm like, or a broker's fee or something like that. I'm like, oh. But so stuff blew into our driveway quite often. So I'm out there once again raking leaves one time. And 
like Vegas levels of filth of this magazine was chilling between the garage. Trucker porn. <laughs> I would say a step above trucker porn. Like, like even truckers would probably have a problem with this. <laughs> no, I, 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 I no. know, mm-hmm. I know. But so between it was between the garage and that that fence where those apartments are. Uh-huh. I, I'm raking, raking. All of a sudden, something heavy kind of grabs the rake, and I look down, and it's this this filthy fucking magazine. I'm like. And I'm looking over my dad's at because I'm trying to get like, okay, I, the trash can's there and dad's directly in the path of the trash can. Hmm. All right. So I'm like, maybe I can go around the back of the garage. And I can, nope. He's now, oh, now he went that way. So now he's walking the path that direction. So I'm like, okay, I'll go back this way again. So I grab it. I'm going to go that way. And all of a sudden he's I'm like, Jesus Christ, are you reading my fucking mind here, man? What's going on? It's fine. I'm like, um, dad. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to say this. He's like, what'd you do? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't do anything. I swear to God, that's my problem. I'm like, the entire problem the situation is, is that I didn't do anything. And I'm afraid that you're going to think that I'm doing this. And I'm trying to come out of it. I didn't fucking do this. He's like, what the fuck did you do? I'm like, I, that's it. I didn't do it. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's wrong? I'm like, I found something. He's like, okay. I'm like, I just hand it to him. Like, Here. He's like, oh, where was this at? I'm like, between the garage and the fence, he kind of looks at me, I'm like, I swear to God, this is why I didn't want to give it to you, I knew you were going to give me that look, I, I didn't fucking do this, he's like, well, let's just throw it away, I'm like, that's what I wanted to do, I just wanted to put it in the trash can, I didn't even want to fucking involve you, but somehow you, somehow you read my brain, and wherever I wanted to go, you are, but at this point, my mom's just laughing, she's like, <laughs> I'm like, I tried to go this way, but no, you're over there, and then I try to come this way, all of a sudden, you're back over here again, I'm like, we're fucking everywhere, and she's, my mom's just cracking up, she's like, that's right, your dad's everywhere, don't you fucking forget it. <laughs> but, you know, and so it was, it made it, that was my dumb luck as a child. You know, first I'm like, you know, I'm going to, hey, uh, <laughs> I'm going to do this. And then I get caught. And then I'm like, later, I'm like I, I really wasn't trying to do this, but here I am with this shit again. What the hell's going on here? So this whole, and, and Vegas is actually a perfect example of this shit. I mean, there is some filthy, filthy thing. And like generations, I mean, you get, you get a family like starting with their grandma down to like the five-year-old whistling at you. With that pamphlet, like, here, take some of this, take some of this. It's like, I don't want that. Like, and they're, like, they're like shoving it at you. And it's like, I don't, I could never bring my kids there, at least not until they're of a certain age where I could explain to them why some chicks, you know, shaving beaver just got shoved in their face on a picture in a pamphlet and why you can call her and do things with her. I mean, that's just, that's, that's a lot of information for a child to have to take on. So it's just not a, not a family friendly city, even in a little, you know, not even a little bit. So. Nothing like Salt Lake. Yeah, down there, ankles are damn sexy. I know, shoulders. Yeah. Oh my God, shoulder. Reminds me of the Weird Al Amish Paradise video. <laughs> the two Amish boys, they see the girl's kneecap, they're like, whoa. <laughs> they're looking at that, the, that you know, nudie magazine from Amish girls, and just they're hiking up the dress to show the kneecap. So, yeah. Yeah, you lived in Salt Lake for a period of time, when we, or you went to BYU. Where's BYU located at? Well, I went to BYU, Idaho. Oh my God, I'm sorry. So that's in Rexburg, Idaho. But K-K-K. I did spend K-K. some time in. Oh, oh. KKK. Idaho, like Rexburg, is that northern? No, it's how, how? It's about an hour north of Pocatello. It's on the eastern side. Okay, where's Pocatello in reference to Boise? Way east. Way east. Okay, gotcha. All right. So it, it wasn't. It's not. In, it's not in the. Boise is like five, five to six hours from east. Rexford. Okay. I the p- few parts of Idaho that I've been to have that syphilitic KKK yeah. tip. No. Where it's like, it, I'm okay to go in there because I am white. <laughs> I felt really bad when I took this lady from this <laughs> company that we were training with, who was from the East Coast, who wasn't just African American, but she's like, as 
and there's I'm not even going to use that term. But she's just a very, very dark complexion mm-hmm. woman, like extremely beautiful girl, mm-hmm. beautiful lady, but very dark, very dark. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt uncomfortable driving through some of the parts of Idaho we were driving through to get to where we needed to go, just because I'm like I. I've heard stories about this stuff. Where like, you know, I'm one of them, you know, N-word loving white boys. And I, <laughs> we're both going to get lynched. And as horrible as that sounds, that's the part of Idaho we were in. Um, and even to the point where we when we got to the customer's location, went in there, some of the people that were the field workers were like. I was in the Mormony part of Idaho that is a lot more um, subtle. And it's racism. whole and total racism. Well, I won't kill you. They just make sure that you can't ever do anything. Yes. <laughs> like breed or yeah, yeah. hold the priesthood. And don't you dare mix that blood. Yeah. Mm. Oh boy, that's that's some bad. Don't that's bad stuff right there. Um, that's where AIDS comes from. No, that's not even what they say. It's so much worse. I know. Um, they're cursed. They're mm-hmm. cursed by God. Mm-hmm. That's why I have dark skin. Oh my God, you cannot believe this shit. Oh, I, I can't. You could not make this shit up. No. Oh wait, they did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But that's another reason why it's good to educate your children on all this kind of stuff. And don't don't expect them to just be able to figure it out and or expect them to not ever encounter it. But and Your daughter is going to encounter oppression. She's going to encounter people who think that she shouldn't dress a certain way because she is female and boys might want to do her. And therefore, that's her fault. You're also going to encounter boys or people that think that your boy who doesn't play sports or doesn't do this is a goddamn faggot and shouldn't be doing this and that. And what he do is he like to fuck boys in the ass and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Why? Are you getting in line? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's that's the one thing where it's situation. I'm really trying to tune Ezra's sarcasm <laughs> and his ability to be a smart ass. Because mm-hmm. right now he's using it at all the wrong times. Oh, I know. But it's a situation like that. That's where I want him to be a smart ass. Where if somebody says something like that, where he's like, yeah, what? You want to be next? I, I, I would, my God, I would love it if he said something like that. And then if somebody took some retaliation against them, they'd have to come fucking deal with me. But that's where I want him to actually be a smart ass and be like, you know, so on and so forth. Not when he's talking to you about the dishes. And at that point, I just want to knock his teeth down his goddamn throat. <laughs> you know, so. He was looking at my dick. Oh, Jesus Bam. Christ. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't, you know, I don't advocate spanking per se. I don't advocate slapping. I don't have it. But that, he got backhanded for that one. Not hard, but I had, the, your sister was not looking at your dick. <laughs> no. She she may have been interested in the fact that you do have a penis because she's still trying to figure out the fucking biology of male versus female, but she wasn't looking at my dick. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. So, yeah, that one was a little rough. Yeah. Just, just a wee bit rough. But basically, our opinion, my opinion, I can't really speak for you. My daughter's going to know how to kick ass, and she's going to know how to be dainty. She's going to kick your ass, and then she's going to go and adjust her makeup. She's going to do them both, mm-hmm. because I'm going to teach her how to do them both. My son is also going to be free enough to know that if he wants to wear a skirt to school, go with a fucking head. If they had a problem with it, fuck them. And if anybody tries to fuck with you, I'm going to make sure he has the skills to defend himself. Well, and know how to, and this is something that gets bantered around in the whole feminism stuff a lot, too, is know that you should treat a quote-unquote lady nice. Yeah. Well, just treat... But but, just like everybody else. Exactly. Like... You shouldn't treat a lady extra nice just because she's a lady. And I know that might get some people all riled up, but everybody should be treated... And I'm not the kind of feminist that gets offended when a guy opens a door for me, 
But I am the kind of feminist that will get irritated if a guy looks irritated that he had to hold the door open for me. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you don't have to. You chose to. And I don't expect you to. It's nice. And I said, thank you. But don't cl- claim that I just ruined your day by, you know. And I also am the kind of lady that will hold open a door for someone else, including a man, if it's the situation more than itself, yeah. Like, there's been times where I've seen these little old couples that are coming shuffling <coughs> around the local <coughs> store here, and they're literally like leaning on each other to try to keep the other one from toppling over, and they're they're counterbalancing each other. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? If one of them tries to reach for the door, they're both going to topple to the ground. I can just see all the frail bones. Uh, fuck it. Hey, how's it going? You guys have had a long life. How are you guys doing today? And I open the door for them. <coughs> so, there's a difference between being polite mm-hmm. and being sexist correct and and i get it sometimes you make the wrong choice i've made the wrong choices in the past Mm -hmm. but as have i i i will fully admit that i have actually caught myself and or caught myself well after the fact in saying you know you're acting like a girl or don't be such a baby and and saying those things that can really fuck with a kid's head and while my intention behind it was completely sound the way I said it was completely not acceptable and I had to own those things and go back to the kids and go hey I said this this and this what I meant and should have said was this this and this I'm sorry and you know it but part of that comes from the fact that I was raised in a family not my dad and my parents so much but my extended family where it was very much you know my I was seen as going through a hip-hop phase at one point in time for my extended family I wore the baggy clothes. I listened to that black people music is what I'll say. It's not what they said. And once again, I really want to preface this with this is my extended family. It was not my parents. Um, And got a lot of shit for the fact that I listened to this kind of stuff. And, you know, and and especially for my redneck cousins out in Hood River, they were like, you know, one one time I rolled up and the one one with the fat ass was like, you boy he throws his cow not that you can really signify the cowboy hat but he spun his cowboy hat around like you know because I have my hat on backwards and he yanks his wranglers down as far as they'll go and his fat ass and like he just is like tries to do this hip hop beat and he's just making fun of me I was like <coughs> like yeah and you're listening to the music of people who like to you know fuck cows for a living but hey he didn't take kind of I don't like country so we had this definite line of demarcation where we would just fuck with the other person like yeah I might listen to the black people music um but at the same time all you you, you know what happens when you play one of your songs backwards you get your wife back your truck back your dog back <laughs> i just i give them a bunch of bullshit about the stuff they listen to but why i realistically the only reason i ever attacked them was in re- retaliation to the fact they attacked me it's like why does that have to fucking matter mm-hmm. why do we have to put such a hard tenant all these things as far as you, you have to be a certain way it doesn't need to go that direction it doesn't you, you don't don't foist your problems off on your children. And that's been a big problem for me is like, I've got a lot, a lot of social hangups as far as being an introvert, not being comfortable in huge crowds in the respect that I don't like to talk or, you know, socialize. Now, you know me, if, you, if I know you well enough, I'll talk your fucking ear off. We can chat all day long, but I don't, I'm not just one of those persons that walks up and be like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. How's the weather today? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <coughs> but I'm really trying to balance that with my kids while I don't want them to be that that annoying person that won't shut the fuck up I want them to be able to walk into a situation and be able to actually be comfortable in their own skin Um, and that's part of what this is is just that my daughter 
she needs to grow up and be confident in herself. And yes, you can make as much money as a man can, or you can be, have the same amount of respect, and you can do the same thing as a man can. And do the same jobs. And, and don't let somebody tell you you can't do it. <laughs> Figure it out for yourself, because guess what? You might not have a skill set that might not allow you to have a certain job, but it, or you might not enjoy it, but it doesn't have to be because you're a girl. It could just be because you don't fucking like to do that kind of job. As an example, you going into real estate, I could do... I am mentally capable of doing the things that are necessary to do to do the technical aspects of a real estate job. I would fail miserably at the social side of it because I am a very blunt, very curt person. And after the third time that I get told that the paint in this house isn't the right color and that's why we can't buy it, I'd go, listen, bitch, you know paint's like going to cost you 300 bucks, right? You slap a new coat on there. Otherwise, this meets your criteria. Shut the fuck up and sign the fucking paper and then it would be it (laughs) so I couldn't handle it but that's not a failure of me as a male that's a failure of me as I don't deal with stupidity well so um, but you on the other hand you can handle the idiots quite well and you have a real knack for not to say that I would only represent idiots no no but when you do have to (laughs) represent the idiots you do handle them quite well and you handle a hell of a lot better than I do so I just get I instantaneously go you know zerk mode so but I want my kids to understand they can do whatever they want if they choose and they truly want to do it. Otherwise, don't. It's about as simple as the message gets, I think. Other than, you know, pay up, motherfucker, or whatever the hell it was that she said. I really do want one of those shirts. I want one, too. I'd rock that fucking thing. Yeah. Women want fun to have fun. Demental rights. That was awesome. <laughs> so whoever came in, that was pretty smart. Um, and yeah, I'm going to go on record. Like I said, I'm going to go on record to saying I'm actually okay with the kids saying that kind of stuff. Cause guess what? It's no different to me having the children well, say that in that video than it is to have a kid in a movie acting a part yeah. doing the same stuff. Or, um, like they said, it's no dirtier than the fact that many, 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 many people in this country think that it's a woman's fault that she gets raped. Mm-hmm. It, it, to me, that that's so much worse than a little girl saying fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, it is. So, do you have anything else that you want to talk about or anything else you I want to bring up? I'm so tired. I, I couldn't even are. form a thought if you asked me to. I know. And that's why I'm pulling it here. I wanted to talk about the uh, the quote-unquote world mustache and beard championship that I went to today. Okay. Maybe we'll save that for next episode. Because um, I, I do have some things I wanted to say about that just because it was like, oh, my God. But we'll go, I don't want to. You, you, I can tell that you're literally melting out of your chair there. Yeah. I'm pretty so. much. I, I apologize, but I'm very tired. Once again, I do want to thank our most recent additions to the comments. That was fantastic. Thank you for doing that. I've got a couple other people that said they would comment, but they haven't yet. So do it. You guys get on it. Suck. No, I'm kidding. You just get on it. Do it. Do it to it. We inadvertently got one of our listeners to like a song that wasn't totally not presented to be liked. It was that um, "Why You Gotta Be So Rude." Oh, that one. Whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, the, once again, the lady from Texas, she's like, man, one of my guilty pleasures now. And she posts a picture of the video. I'm like, oh, that was not the fucking intention. The intention no, was this song is horrible. I, I still think the song is... Horrible. I, I like it, too. Horrible. I like it, too. When it comes on, I'm all like, yeah. The only thing that it's, bothers me still is, is like... It's got a good beat. It's so old-fashioned to me. Well, it's got a good beat. I get the fact that... I get what he was trying to say, but much like I've told Ezra on other things in the past, 
the delivery was completely botched because he comes off this, as this whiny, entitled little shithead that is pissed off because he was told no. And in that respect, I say, you know what? Fuck you. Grow a set. You're going to be told no in multiple occasions throughout your life. And guess what? It's not because the other person's bad. It's because you need to understand that sometimes you're just fucking told no. Right, wrong, or indifferent. So I do apologize to you via the episode here for accidentally getting that into your that little earworm into your brain. Um, if you enjoy it, though, more power to you. I just, I, I literally cringe every time the damn thing comes on the radio. But I still have to play it because as he digs it, and I don't want to be one of those people that's going to be like, you can't listen to that, their faggoty music, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. So some of the shit I endure for these kids is, is a bit, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. I've, I've got the all about that bass song and damn near, I could probably do the little dance and everything in my Trent, head. Trent today when I he know. heard it, he did like this <clears throat> awesome dance. I know. And he knows all the words. Yep. And then also, um, uh, that Iggy Azalea song, uh, Fancy. Mm-hmm. So... His new favorite one is that Katie Tiz Big Bang. Katie Tiz Big yeah. Bang. All right, so you're going to have to endure me for a little bit longer because now you got my, you've got my interest. Um, it's called Big Bang. Like that? Yep. Big Bang. Oh, Jesus. I've not. I've never seen the video. I don't know that I want to know. I just haven't seen it. Little bit. Oh, I may have seen this already. I've never seen the video. That Billy Piper look to her, yeah. with the thick eyeliner. Yeah. I don't. I have a major that whole women crush Wednesday thing. I've always had a, a thing for Billy Piper. And, yeah. Especially as Rose. I mean, maybe more the character than the actual yeah, person itself. It but yeah. It goes the merit of being afraid of boobies. It's okay for her to be all up on this guy, like, molesting him, but heaven forbid we see a nipple. Well, I can't see her tits, but I can listen to Nicki Minaj refer to some guy as Romaine because he tosses salad so well. Yeah. And kids these days have Google and can figure out the tossed salad is called, basically, I mean, basically, it's looking butthole. Yeah. I mean, so. 
at least they can figure out what it is before they make a fool out of themselves mm-hmm. and make mention of it. Mm-hmm. I, not that particular term, but as a kid, I was relatively known for pulling a line out of context and using it incorrectly. Oh, and look, I'm just, one of the related videos to that is the All About That Bass video. Yep. Uh-huh. Well then, I had never heard that song before, but I, it, it's got a very um, Amy Winehouse groove to it. Yeah, some As more. far as the jazzy is. Yeah. And, I, and I was big time Amy Winehouse fan and, 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 uh, f- from a musical perspective, and I liked the, the style of music. Mm-hmm. Not so much her methed out, drug addled shit that she did, but. Um, and she, had, she actually had a vocal range, which is really, really sad. Mm-hmm. Is, now, is that Shakira right there in the upper the right hand corner? Who's that? I don't. I don't think it is. Okay. Well, I had a thing for Shakira too. Shakira looks completely different now than she did ten years ago. No, though. but the ten year ago Shakira, the, I know the, the, with the, the giant little, hips, the belly. Oh I know. my! When I was a younger kid, I, I may have wiped into that video <laughs> once or twice. It, it's amazing how much easier it was to get off as a horny teenage boy, <clears throat> because like a fully clothed woman could do it for you. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's like you know I know I <laughs> I need some I need some nudity. There's got to be some boobies available, but so yeah. As a high schooler, I was not not so discerning. <laughs> well, as somebody who you know lost his virginity later on in his high school career and didn't have as many girls. Yeah, no, I was not. You know, <laughs> it's much like an older man on Viagra. So much of the breeze flies by, and you can. Uh, <laughs> which reminds me, next week, don't let me forget to tell you about the Cialis conversation at this trip. Oh God, <laughs> is it anything like the Viagra commercial? The way too personal Viagra commercial. Kinda, in the respect that it. I'm would, not alone. I have and, done a poll. Every woman I've talked to said that that commercial is downright and, creepy. In the respect of somebody who is a very high up person, and one of my vendors <laughs> was talking about it, but then he was just kind of joking around about. It. Then he walked away. But then one of the other, you know, one of the other distributors in our network, in our ter- or in our network that works with this vendor was talking about the fact that he's gotten up there in eight. Anyways, so yes, it was a very interesting conversation. I don't want to get into it now unless you want me to delve down that road. Um, but next episode, just don't let me forget the Seattle's conversation because my God, I laughed so hard. It was, it was, <laughs> it was hilarious. So <coughs> otherwise, you don't have anything else to add. I don't have anything else to add. So we want to thank you again for listening to us and for giving our little show a, a, a chance. We appreciate the feedback. We do appreciate the new comments that we re- or reviews that we've received on iTunes. Please do that some more. Are you like making love to the microphone pop filter right now? Okay, well, save some of that for no, no, no. If you're gonna be putting anything in your mouth, you know what's gonna be. So just hold on. Um, so. Now, see that didn't sound sexist or awful at all. Yeah, that's part of the the common the comedic <laughs> value of it all is is the thing here. So. Yes, thank you again for listening. We are available on all your you know normal podcast locations. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Um, please, you know, subscribe, rate, review us, leave us some comments, let us know how we're doing. Um, to those listeners, and you know who you are that have been contacting me via Instagram and various other outlets and talking, you know, talking to us direct and and just you know in general giving us feedback and letting us know how things are going. Thank you so much. That is, it is invaluable as a person who does this because it lets us know that we're doing something right, you know, and it's nice to have the comments also for that listener on, on Instagram that was asking us directly for, um, for advice and whatnot. <coughs> we're, we're interested in starting up a segment where we give parental advice. So if you or anybody else would like to talk to us about, Hey, look, you know, my kid's got this thing or whatever. And you want to think we could give you a, you know, you think we could give you some good advice for it. Let's do it. When we talk about Seattle next week, we need to talk about Trent. Oh, 
yes. Okay. I know, I know where you're going with yes. that. Yeah. So I'll actually remind me once, as soon as we cut here, I'll yeah. put that in the notes for next week. Um, so yes, please let us know. You can shoot us an email if you want to stay anonymous. You can call in. It might be kind of late for you to call in, but if you want, if to do that, you email us and say that you don't want your name said, we won't say your name. Yeah, make sure that if you do email us, anybody who's well, I mean, and you can hear from what we're saying, unless you give us express permission, yeah. we don't use your well, name. Yeah, but even so, I'm gonna say that in the emails specifically, if you contact us via emails asking us for advice, unless you tell us not to use your name, we're going to use it, just because. That is more or less written consent to put your name out there. So if you're going to want to do that, you just say, please say my, I'm anonymous or whatever. But yes, we'd be happy to, you know, like I said, not that we're experts or anything, but we've got three kids. So we do know a thing or two about certain stuff. And we do definitely have opinions. So we can give those out there. Um, so yes, once again, uh, website, www.badparentingpodcast.com. Send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. You can also email us both directly. I've always forgot to mention this, but we do have Justin at badparentingpodcast.com and Jody, J-O-D-I, at badparentingpodcast.com. I, not Y, and no E. But um, the grounded will actually go to us both. So depending on who you're trying to contact, you can email on any of those I'm way smarter, so you should always email me. (laughs) So who is it that does the editing and the uploading and all the technical stuff here? I'm still smarter. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. I see how you are. Also, we do have a live call-in number and or voicemail line. It's 503-609-0375. Please do leave us some voicemails and let us you know know how we're going. We haven't received any yet, but I'm going to keep saying this because at some point in time, somebody's going to do it. Otherwise, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Me out.
Great nads, buddy. It's all done now. Kirkos.